science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. I'm my husband. No, I'm your husband. You are, legally, forever. <laughs> was that menacing? You, you giggled. <laughs> was it menacing? I was aiming for menacing. Uh, you can't be menacing, I'm afraid to say. I can. You really can't, I'm afraid to say. I'm really afraid to say, apparently. Maybe I am afraid. Maybe you, you are, are menacing. I am menacing. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, we are doing osmosis. Ah, I know this one. Do you? Go on then. It's the... Oh, hang on, I've forgotten it now. Movement of particles. What type of particles? Water. It is water, isn't it? Yeah. Osmosis is just diffusion, but specifically with water through a partially permeable membrane. Yeah, you can't say it's the same as diffusion, though, because very often you're asked to compare it to diffusion. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's the movement of water particles from a high concentration to a low concentration through a partially permeable membrane. Yeah, the really key thing here is, in diffusion, you're talking about diffusion of particles from an area of high to low concentration. Here you're talking about the movement of water particles from an area of high water particle concentration. So a dilute area into a non-dilute area. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's really difficult to, um, to kind of visualize one area wetter than another area when they're both full of water. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So essentially the water is moving from an area of low solute concentration. So a solute is anything dissolved in water. So it could be salt, could be sugar. Yeah. Uh, to an area of higher solute concentration to reach an equilibrium. So the way I remember this is quite often, well, actually, there's two ways. One time, depending on, depends on the class. If you've got a class with a really good sense of humour, you could do, um, like, obviously not ideal moral teaching, but you could do, where should I dump the body? In a salt lake, uh, in, in the sea, or in a freshwater lake? And then they have to explain which one is worse or which one is better. Okay. So given this. I'm trying to figure this out now. Where is it better to dump the body? Um, well, the body would float in the salt water is the problem. But I'm guessing there's something to do with the... Because bodies aren't full of salt. So the water is going to come out the body. I don't know. Where is it better to dump the body? Well, this is like, obviously, like, this isn't ideal teaching for everyone, but this is why you have to have a bit of a sense of humor thing. So if you're in a freshwater lake, the concentration of salt is going to be higher in the body. So the fresh water is going to go through osmosis into the body, bloat the body. Uh-huh. Um, whereas if you put it in the sea... It's going to shrivel up the body. It's yeah. going to shrivel up the body. Um, it will float initially, obviously, but... Yeah, so that's just like a really gross way. Another nice way of saying it is, I went to Wimbledon. I've never been to Wimbledon. Um, and I bought some strawberries and I put some sugar on them and they went all gooey. Why did they go all gooey? Why did they go gooey? Um, because there's water in strawberries. Yes. There's no water in sugar. No. So, oh, the water's coming out the strawberries and into the sugar. Yeah, because you've there's sugar in strawberries, sure. But if you put fresh sugar on the outside of the strawberries, the water concentration is higher in the strawberry than it is on the outside. And the sugar forces the water to move out via osmosis to try and dilute the outside area. Okay, so for osmosis to occur, there doesn't have to be water on both sides of the membrane. No. Okay. No, no. Um, so, water moves... 
from an area of higher concentration to low concentration through a partially permeable mm. membrane and it normally moves from a dilute solution into a concentrated solution until it reaches an equilibrium and however many particles move from one area to the other we call a net movement hang on that? um i just want to clarify some words from a dilute con- so loads of water to a concentrated so, solute solution so an area of low water okay Does right so di- dilute means lots of water yeah yeah okay um so a couple of key words that might come up if you've got a solution that has um that is high concentrate in solute yeah we mm. call that hypertonic okay if we've got it where, where it's low concentration of solute so more water we call it hypotonic worst thing science ever did hypo and hyper best thing science ever did love the language oh don't you drag on the language just make it more obvious it's beautiful and what do you reckon we call it when there's an equal amount of water and solute on both sides hang on let me start so hang on high solute is hypertonic low solute so really watery hypotonic and when it's equal on both sides uh just tonic isotonic you remember that word isotonic yeah i had no idea it had to do with like water and yeah okay um so osmosis there is a required practical and the required practical is marvellous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you will have done this practical. So you get a potato uh-huh. and you use a cork borer. So one of those things that takes tubes of potato. It's kind of like, it's a spot gun without the um, aggressive pinging action. So you pull yeah, out Yeah, like the thing that gets a core out of an apple. And then you get a ruler. Yeah. And then you get a ruler and you cut two centimetre blocks of this... Um, potato mm. and then you dry it on a paper towel and then you weigh five bits of potato okay calm down because here comes the next part you write down how much each potato weighs a to e if you will and then you put a in a zero concentration of of salt solution or sugar doesn't so, matter so pure water pure water then you get potato b uh-huh. and you stick it in naught point Two five concentration of salt solution. I can see where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. Third one, uh-huh. 0.5. Uh-huh. Fourth one, 0.75. Right. Fifth one, one. Whoa. Well, yeah. It's it's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what you do is so your independent variable, independent variable is the one you change, is the concentration of salt or sugar solution. The dependent variable is the one you measure. What you're going to measure is the percentage change in mass um of the potato depending on where the osmosis has occurred into the potato or out of the potato so potato contains some solutes in it um and so you are going to put it into hypertonic and hypotonic solutions and find out what concentration would be isotonic okay yeah yeah it's quite simple and the isotonic one i assume would be the one where there's no change in the potato yeah so the mass change would be zero yeah yeah makes sense yeah um, so yeah, you put it in there. Your control variable is how long it's in the solution for. We normally go right. We'll, we'll leave it a day because by the time they've actually sliced up five bits of potato, that's an hour gone. <laughs> <laughs> Labeling. I be. I've put this one in. That's not the right one. Can I just? Because obviously, um, you know exactly how this works. Now I can't figure out off the top of my head how 
how this works. So I'm going to try and vocalize it now. Okay. So the potato in the pure water, the water is going to be waterier than the potato is. Mm -hmm. So the water is going to go from the water into the potato. So what's going to happen to the mass of the potato? It's going to increase. Yes. So A is going to be the heaviest, whereas in E, where it's going to be waterier in the potato, so the water is going to come out of the potato into the solution, so the mass is going to decrease. Fantastic. Oh, okay, right. And the isotonic solution, there'll be no change in the mass. Mm. So after, let's say, a day, we remove our bits of potato, we damp it with a paper towel again because we don't want excess water to be a factor. We weigh them again, and then we calculate the percentage change in mass of the sample. This is something students always forget how to do. Okay, we started with the potato with six grams of mass. Yes. It now has three grams of mass. Yep. Okay, so what kind of solution was it in? Um, so the potato has gotten lighter. Yep. So the water has gone from the potato into the solution, which is not very watery water, so hypertonic. Very good. So it's lost mass. Okay, now to calculate, this is one thing they get assessed on, is to calculate percentage change in mass. Uh -huh. Okay, so to calculate percentage change in mass, you do the change in mass divided by... Hang on, so the change in mass. So it was six grams, it's now three grams. So the change in mass is minus three. Fab, uh -huh. yeah. Change in mass, minus three. Mm -hmm. Divided by the original mass... Six. Six uh -huh. times by 100. Okay, so you, so it's percentage mass, you've got minus three divided by six times 100. Which would be minus 50. Minus 50%. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so you would get a graph, instead of your usual L-shaped graph, X and Y axis, you would get a T-shaped graph, a sideways T-shaped graph. So you would have a line that would go from positive all the way down to negative. Uh-huh. And the point where it crosses zero, the line through yeah. the center, that's that's your isotonic, isotonic solution. Isotonic solution. That is where you get your net movement of zero. It's gonna water particles just gonna be moving here and there wherever they want. There's no concentration gradient. Oh, they are still moving. They are of course still moving. They do it it's but a passive process. There's no energy required for this. Particles just do it. Cool. Okay. Um now I once had a set of students come out and go, oh my God, they asked the osmosis practical. And I was like, did they? And they were like, yeah, but I didn't know what to do because it was about carrots. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it was exactly the same. It was spot on the same. So you've got to show resilience in this where you're like, I know the osmosis practical. I know what they can throw at me. Yeah. So you've just got to be able to adapt. Um, and the only other thing I wanted to say about osmosis is where it comes up in other points of your life, okay? If you are diabetic, mm. okay, type 1 diabetic, if you're type 1 diabetic, what does that mean? That means your pancreas does not produce enough insulin. And what does insulin do? Insulin um, helps sugars enter the fats and muscle cells of the body. So it stops, it, it removes glucose from your from bloodstream. From the blood, yeah. Yeah, it removes excess glucose from your bloodstream. So it lowers the concentration of glucose into your blood. Mm -hmm. What is the first symptom that doctors mention people that have diabetes have? High blood sugar or low blood sugar. Before that, before you wouldn't know if you had high or low oh, blood sugar. Um, I don't know, actually. Going to the toilet a lot. Oh, yeah, okay. Being insanely thirsty and going to the toilet a lot. If you have... If you have diabetes and you have a high blood sugar, 
in your blood, the water from your cells starts moving into your blood, starts being filtered out of your body. You pee more, you're more thirsty. And it can be insanely dangerous because what it does is if all the water leaves your cells, they, um, I, I can never pronounce it, they plasmalize. So they literally become like flaccid and they kind of shrivel up. You need to maintain that balance to keep them nice and turgid and plump. I suppose okay. if you've got high high concentration of sugar in your blood, so the water is coming out of your cells and into your blood, you can drink all you want. It's not going to hydrate you. No. Yeah. Because it's that's why that's one of the first symptoms. But also another thing, if you drink too much water, mm. which is what certain drugs do, they switch off that part of your brain that causes the hormone to make you thirsty and to filter through your blood. If you flood your blood with water, it's going to go into your cells, burst your cells. Oh, that sounds bad. It is very bad. What happens if your cells burst? Death. Oh, that's that's quite severe. A lot of your cells I, do. I, I burst, thought it'd be like bruising, but, but no, no, like that's how Leah Betts died. <laughs> Who's Leah Betts? Oh, was she the one that took ecstasy on her 18th birthday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, uh, that is that's it. That's osmosis. Okay, cool. Um, osmosis is the movement of particles, water particles, from high concentration to low concentration through a. Uh, partially permeable membrane yeah um you concentrate no you um calculate percentage change by the change in mass divided by the original mass times by 100 yep um anything else isotonic solution is the point of zero movement zero isotonic movement. hypertonic is lots of sugar or salt hang on hypertonic not very watery yeah more tonic than water yeah. hypertonic hypotonic is really watery cool all right easy boom cool what's next time the final transport the final transport all right see you later okay bye you don't want to know what it is oh i thought it was the final transport it's called the active transport oh all right bye okay bye <laughs>